You're listening to the Purpose Driven Person Podcast. This podcast is made for leaders unwilling to give up their desires to be purpose driven. Guys, I made this show for a compass for you to have more purpose in leadership through four concepts creation, communication, collaboration, and connection in both business and in life. My name is Matthew Leland Cox. I'm the founder of Never Give Up Youth Healing Center, Never Give Up Wellness Center, and Never Give Up Foundation. You can find me at MatthewLelandCox.com. Are you ready? Well, let's do this. Welcome to the Purpose Driven Show. I'm Matthew Cox, your host. And if you're tuning in for the first time, this is called the Purpose Driven Person Show. It's a show I've been doing for a long time, and I'm excited for this second season. Took a break, and now we're on to the second season all about business. Now, you might be thinking, is business my area? Now, if you, you might own a business, you might be thinking about starting a business, or you might just own a home and run a home with a family. Um, I want to point out something. If you have a family and you're running a home, that is a business. We're going to be talking about that. So stay tuned. How owning a home and having a family and what that looks like running a business. And we'll talk about some ideas. And today's show, we're going to be talking about what is good with the economy the way it is. It's a tough economy, but I'm going to be talking about what is the best business to start in 2021. So just because it's struggling doesn't mean it's a good time to still be an entrepreneur. It's the best time when things are struggling to solve problems. So that's what an entrepreneur does. We're going to be chatting about that a little bit. All right, well, let's jump into it. Let's get to work, and I'm excited. If you're joining us for the first time, I want to point out one thing before we get started is my new merch, my hat. It's pretty cool. I've been wanting to design this, so I did a prototype. It's pretty cool. Still playing with the colors. So this one is purple, has uh, purpose-driven and driven in purple. I'm going to have orange, white, and some other colors. Um, I love this because why I created this hat is I want people to remember what their purpose is. So comment below what color you think would look cool and also how you feel being purpose-driven is so important in your life. So just comment below and uh, send a like over to iTunes. Comment on the show and smash that star button a few times and just let us know what we can do and what topics you want to hear this season on business or running your purpose throughout this, this, this year. Well, let's get into it. So biggest thing this year, I, I would just say uh, crazy year, crazy 2020, still started out crazy 21, uh, 2021, just the economy uh, as a business person, looking at everything, crazy times. That's all I'm gonna say it is, it has a lot going on. Uh, we're a part of this craziness. And so what we're looking at is how do we respond to this and what should we do as entrepreneurs? So I'm going to start with what is a good business to start in 2021? Then I'm going to talk about how we run our current businesses and then bring it home, what it's like running a home with a business. So if you haven't checked the last episode out, I would encourage you. Mike Payton, got to interview him. He's the author of Get a Grip. Awesome book. I, I recommend it if you're looking at being in business or just uh, looking at running. If you're a leader of any organization, go read that book. But check out the interview. We talk about the purpose of it. 
So Mike talks about having a system in a business. Now they run a system called EOS. I love that system. That's what we prescribe to as a business. But I love what he said in there. He says, it doesn't matter which one you use, just use a system. And I'm going to encourage you across the board in your business, if you're a leader, a CEO, whatever, to your homes. Because, you know, dealing with um, uh, home lives and working with parents and working with uh, teenagers throughout my career, uh, that's what I would always work on. I would take what I've learned in business school and my MBA degree, and I'd apply it to the homes that I work with, the families who are in crisis, because it's all about having a system in the home. So if you're um, looking at, hey, how do I manage? How do I budget? You have to have a budget system. I love Dave Ramsey's system that he teaches couples and he teaches people how to budget in their home. Because when you do that, you're all on the same page and there's no misunderstanding what the outcome is. Because the biggest thing in leadership business is not knowing what the outcome is, what the system is, not communicating across the board where things fail as you go across. Because it's, it's, it's people thinking they know. So let's take the couples, for instance. When we're running a system in the home, we assume a lot. We assume one person is balancing the checkbook and the other person is doing something else. So if you're not having these get-together meetings or whatever you want to call it, we usually called it a, a weekly check-in as a couple. And we would balance things and say, hey, so for me, my wife is, is the money person in the home and she likes to balance things because that's how her mind works. I'm the free spirit. So when we started doing the Dave Ramsey thing that worked for our home, we used it. Um, I gave her all my cards and I have one card that she loads. And I was the one that said, hey, this is what system I need. You, you manage the money and just put on money when I need it or for that weekly budget. So she, she does that when I need it or weekly budget. And it works because the free spirit asks for it. So that's what I'm saying is that system has helped a lot in our home. So I'm managing the business side because in a home, there's two sides to a home. There's a business and there's emotional and spiritual. There's both sides that you have to manage. You can't do one or without the other. And that's what a lot of couples get in the, the, the issue. You both are leaders when you have a pretty mid-sized family. So if you had two kids to three to five to six, <laughs> to what I grew up was with eight kids in the home, um, that was a lot of management. My poor single mom for a while, then we inherited a stepdad. Um, so my mom was widowed at very young age, left with seven kids. I said eight, so seven, we, we inherited five step later. So it ended up being 12 altogether. Let me correct that. And so you, you think that, how big is that family? Well, we didn't live with the five, they were older, but we had all types of family coming in and out. And so you have to manage that home pretty tight because that's a lot of individuals. So she would budget, she was on a shoestring budget at the time. And we would, she would go through with my older brother and they budget everything out. And it had to be tight because a lot of families will be stuck in the emotional side. And so they'll be stuck in that emotional side. They'll, they'll get in fights over money, get in fights over things because they're choosing not to manage what they have. So it, I've seen it on both ends when it comes to businesses in the home. You can, you can be struggling and still manage what you have, which I've seen as a young kid 
my mom was very poor. We, we struggled. We had to do a lot of things uh, to get by, uh, asking for help. She, she had some programs that she was part of, but she managed it very tight and budgeted. Uh, if we didn't have it, we wouldn't get it. Uh, a lot of hand-me-downs and we just work it. So less fighting, less argument, because she always knew where she was. She was being a good leader, good mom, and a good manager. So it was really important that we understand those things because that's what I would see a lot in the home. Now let's go to leadership. So that's my kind of overview of the home. And there's more I can send you. I'm going to add in the show notes some links that you can go to what kind of programs are good within the home. And so being a leader, if you're a CEO, if you're listening in, if you're a leader, if you're a manager, if you're a supervisor, there, this, this management style, this understanding, like what Mike says in his book, Get a Grip, is having a system. Now, most companies, if you're in those roles, you kind of have a system. So if I'm a CEO, I get to be the charge of the system. So a lot of CEOs try to be nicey-nicey and and then you have some that are way extreme. So you have to figure out how do I get so many personalities rolling and moving? You have to pick an operating system. Has to be something that works for you and you like and you buy into. It doesn't matter, like I said, US worldwide is the one I buy into as, a, as an entrepreneur and leader. I love it. It's got a lot of momentum for me as a, as a leader. And you can check it out. Gino Wickman was the one that put it together with a few other people. And it was based on the um, book from Jim Collins, Good to Great. So those are the kind of some references you can look into. Even as a leader, I'd recommend to read those books. But to get the bang for your money is if you use that system, if we just use this as an example, what happens is every week you're pulsing on a meeting. So the main piece out of this system is you got to pulse, you got to communicate, you got to cascade messages down. Because a lot of times in those leadership roles from CEO to supervisor, um, we assume everybody knows what we want. But that's what the system or that operating system does, is it makes sure everybody's solving issues and cascading messages all the way to the bottom. And it takes a little while. If you're a big organization, it's going to take two years to, to get that going, to get it into a habit. Uh, because in those few years, you're putting a system together. People come, people go, seat changes. Uh, it, it's a lot of work and you have to be committed to that, if that makes sense. And so in a leadership role, this is what I always tell you. You have to prescribe to something. You can't just go in and boss and say, hey, I'm the leader. You have to lead by example, with a system, with an organizational system, and understand your core focus. And really, here's the key to leadership. And I'm going to get to business owners in a sec is lead from your core values. You hire, fire, and promote by those core values. We have five in our organization, and it takes so long. If you actually, in all the organizations in my early years, um, as an employee, I, I learned very early, uh, most organizations share the values in the first part and they never talk about them again. From the school districts to whatever it is, I used to go down to LA and talk a lot into school districts and stuff. In most schools, most of the teachers never knew what the core values were. They heard about them, they're kind of written somewhere, but it's truly not integrated into the 
hiring, firing, promoting, and rewarding. It's not, it's not in those things. They just kind of know, hey, we got some. We don't know how to use them. We don't know, we don't speak about them. And this is the alignment that has to happen when you're a leader. You have to make sure if I have five core values as an organization, I'm showing, I'm asking, and I'm making sure if I have an issue with somebody in the organization, I'm pulling them aside and saying, hey, what value are you having struggles with? Is it unity? Is it uh, rewards? Is it empathy? Is it understanding? What, whatever the value is in your organization, it really needs to be driven. This happens in the home too. So I had a program I did with the parents uh, where I would teach them over five weeks and I would help them get a mission statement and a value, five core values to lead their homes by. It's no different. As you see, what I'm teaching is a system has to be across the board. We are born into a system and we're, we go to a school, that's a system. We're then put into a job, which is a system. Now we've all been in dysfunctional systems. I've been part of those. Um, I've created some dysfunctional ones um, as an early, very young entrepreneur. Um, and you got to learn. So that's just the transparency is, is you as an owner or leader, we're talking about leaders, or as a parent, you might create some dysfunctional systems by not being consistent, by being inconsistent, by starting a program and not finishing it through, not falling through, uh, making sure you have to be committed to whatever you choose that's best and greater good for the overall you got to be consistent. So if I choose a program in the home, like a Dave Ramsey financial peace program, I'm going to, I'm going to commit and follow all the way through when tough, when the times get tough and I can't go out to the movies, can't go to the eat. I'm going to squeeze my, my delay of gratification. I'm going to say, Hey, we're doing this for a greater cause, greater good. So then when I pay off all my debts in my home, I can breathe and now I can go do whatever I want because I've, I've delayed that gratification, if that makes sense. So anyways, as we're working through, that's one of the things as a leader, you've got to really make sure that you're leading from a consistency point. Because what I've seen in leaders is the inconsistency to manage small things. And so that's the biggest thing when it comes to a system. So that's what we're going to be doing this season as I bring on leaders, interview them, I really want to make sure you guys understand where we're headed. Now we get to the business. Let's talk about this economy and what is a good business uh, to start. So we're going to spend the rest of the time talking about this. And hopefully you get something out of this 2021. We started out pretty rough and it's still rough and it's going to be rough from a business standpoint. And um, I'm just going to tell you, those that are currently in business, it's going to be rough. We're going to hit some taxing. They're going to increase our taxes. They're going to do some crazy stuff to make us as small business owners to pay. Now, I don't know if you guys understand, small business owners pay more money than corporations, 500, uh, like Walmart and like uh, these bigger organizations like Amazon, because they get tons of tax breaks. Us little guys we get taxed in the higher tax bracket. We're paying, oh, 30 to 60% taxes. It, it varies. Where these dudes up in the top, they are only getting charged maybe 20 to lowers because they, they, they're they given so much. Amazon's really learned to capitalize on that. 
uh, tons of tax breaks. They show a negative, but they're really making tons. And so you're going to see that. So as a small business owner, you feel that pain. You're going to pay a lot of taxes. Um, there's ways to avoid it. I'd get with your CPA and just talk about it. Now, avoid not saying and avoid in a bad way. It's just pay your fair share. Dave Ramsey always says this, and I love it. I want to pay my fair share to Uncle Sam or uh, whatever they call the government. And I just don't want to pay more than I have to. And that's the trick with being a small business owner. What is my fair share? Uh, don't overtax me. And how do I do that um, ethically and right? And that's where you got to get with your CPA and say, hey, what do I do here? Um, and making sure that you can work through those. Because we as small business owners don't get the benefits of all the taxes up here. So like when this uh, new administration says, hey, we're going to tax the corporations. It's going to hit us all in the middle. I'm just, that's, that's where it's going to hit us is the small business owners, which make up a huge amount of, we actually take on uh, the majority of the workforce. Small businesses are the backbone of the workforce because the big ones only employ a certain amount and, but the middle small business owners are basically the largest employment of the workforce in, 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 in across the country. So that's, that's where a lot of times we don't realize that when you go into business, you're not looking at these things until you get into it and you're like, Oh, what, what do I do now? So when you first start out, if, and here's what we're going to talk about starting out in 2021, there's a lot of opportunities. So don't get stressed. Don't think the world's, this is actually a good time for entrepreneurs to say, hey, what is out there? What is, what is an opportunity? And this is what I tell you. I'm going to teach you how to figure this out. I have a whiteboard there. I usually will get on it and I'll start writing what is solutions? Because when it comes to entrepreneuring in a business, you got to solve a solution. And so I'm going to talk about one of the top 10. So this is from a buzz guide. And I thought it was good. So I'm just going to take from that. It's a Las Vegas buzz guide. Uh, buzzguide.lasvegas. And, and it talks about the top 10 business ideas here in Vegas. So you can do the same thing in your town. Find what are the best top 10 ideas in your area. Uh, you know, use Google. That's, I, I'm not, what I've learned to be an expert is I learned how to research. I learned how to find the answers. And when I was in, in corporate coaching and, and doing individual coaching, it's the same thing. I find the answers and I give them. I don't, create something. I'm not this, um, there's so many wannabe gurus out there. Um, and, and the big ones that we have their names, the big names, it, it's a bunch of crap at the end of the day, they're selling you more crap, more crap, more crap. And, and all the big names, I don't care if, cause they know the percentage of somebody actually finishing their little courses is very low. They, they get to sell and the percentage, they just keep keep giving you more and more. So what I, what I want to really hit you on the purpose is what is it that you want to do? Don't worry about all the hype and, and walking across fire. It's this, here's the reality of it is what can you do now? And what is it that you've always thought about doing in the future? So we look at 2021, it's been crazy. It's been overwhelming but there's some opportunities. So, you know, first 10 businesses here on the, on the guide and looking at my iPad over here is that the one is the first business that comes to mind. I thought this was interesting is administrative business. So bookkeeping, tax preparation, and legal services. I was like, wow, that's interesting. 
And it's actually a good business. Being a business owner, uh, bookkeeping is a nightmare. As you get bigger, as you, you do things, even as a small business, if you don't have your books in order, it's going to be stressful when you get to taxes. So I always, when I would consult new business owners, I'd say, set up your books right away. Even if you're small, just learn what that means. Going and taking a free course online, finding something. Those are the courses you want to pay for, not the walking, the fire courses. You want to say, hey, I need to learn how to bookkeep. I need to do all these things that are going to help me be a successful business owner. So um, I was thinking, man, bookkeeping and tax preparation. Wow, that, that, that's a good business because you know that's going to be always around no matter what the economy does. Got to do your taxes. And legal services is small things like, hey, writing a, a letter, uh, you know, being a pre, this could be for um, legal assistance where they kind of do all the work because usually with a lawyer, uh, the legal assistants are the ones that prepare all the documentations and the lawyer signs, just like a CPA. Uh, you got their, their people that prepare everything and then they sign off on it. Uh, the next one was interesting. Uh, uh, business startups or consulting, uh, making sure that you're, uh, you're talking. So business consulting, if you have that degree, uh, there's going to be more startups in, in this next uh, five years uh, because how the economy crashed, what that does for a capitalism kind of economy, it, it opens up the market because now people have to start over. If you're, if you lost your business, you have to decide, do I want to jump back into the restaurant business? Do I want to get back into the retail? Um, cause I'm, I'm starting all over. Um, so there's going to be a space for people to jump in and capture that market. So if you did get hit, I would encourage you, don't give up. Start, if that's your passion, if that was your purpose to have that retail store or have them, uh, that restaurant, jump back in full feet if that's your purpose. If it was a way of saying, hey, I was, I was kind of burned out and I don't want to do it and I have no energy, don't, don't do it. Go do something else because now it's given you the chance to restart. Yes, there is always a silver lining in bad things. And Viktor Frankl, I love it. Man's search for meaning. What can I find out of the adversity occurred in 2020 to 2021 and 2022 and 2023 and 2024? What's going to happen in those years? It's going to be pretty tough. It's not over. Uh, I know that media is kind of sharing all sorts of crazy stuff. But it's not over as far as what the market's going to, it's going to go like this in, in crazy circles and, and you're going to see some crazy stuff happen. So it's a good opportunity as the economy opens back up, as we get through the pandemic, because uh, we will get through it. I mean, we've seen pandemics, we get through it. That's one thing as humans. Um, well, we have some struggles, of course, there'll be struggles. We've, we've lost loved ones, we've had effects on it but it will come through. So consulting is a good business. One thing I would say on the consulting business is go green, green consulting. If you're an expert in that field, I would highly, highly recommend to jump into that because unfortunately the, there's some goods and there's some other things on that, but um, that's where this, this country's heading right now with the leadership it has right now. They really are bought in and they're focused. So I look at those trends and if I was a go green expert, I would, I would be that consultant for those startup companies that are coming in. 
because um, there's going to be more electric cars, more more electric uh, going green. They're they're just trying all those things, and so you're going to see a huge flux in that. So good business. Business three, and we'll jump through these tech related businesses: IT support, website, eBay consulting, internet research, e-commerce, uh, social media is a huge one. Social media consulting. Lots of gurus out there on social media. Um, if you want to be a TikTok star, you can consult people. Um, logo design, data entry. Unfortunately, you know these are all the things that are going to be three times in the next five years. If you're in one of these areas, you're gonna you're gonna have a job. You know, tech. You know, repairing and maintaining computers, IT, video production. It's all going that direction. So just insider trade, it's going that direction. So if you can program, you will always have a job. Number four is restaurant or catering. Catering is an interesting one. So restaurants are always there. That's just a common business that people open if I wanted a restaurant. But catering businesses, since the pandemic, is not going to go right. The the door-to-door, the millennials love not having to go anywhere. Um, So they order their food. Uh, This dash uh, DoorDash went up, like it spiked during that. Their their stock, everything went up. Um, and this is because everybody's habits. So when an entrepreneur, you're always looking, see, see my board, I'm drawing out. And if you don't see my board, if you're listening to this, get a whiteboard, draw out the trends. You want to look at the trends. And so one of the trends I see is like DoorDash and all those things, uh, they're not going away. They're going to stay because now that, you know, habits have created and and a certain generation loves to not have to do anything um, in a good way. I mean, it is it's convenient. Everybody uses it. Uh, I'm not da- I'm not bashing it. It is it's the new trend. It's a new way, just like uh, Uber and Lyft did. Um, also, real estate. You know, if you're if you're into selling homes, real estate market is booming. It's going to keep booming. Uh, it's increased. I mean, it's crazy right now. Um, I, I know people that are just not really good realtors and they're doing really well because it's just booming. You don't have to be an, a rock star. That's the sad thing about real estate is, is if you're a realtor, you can, as long as you can smile and, and fill out a contract for them and uh, you can do well. Now, if, you, if this is your passion and you love real estate sales and you're just really good at that, you're gonna do awesome. Uh, it takes this, this much effort to get into the market and do well because uh, again there's a lot of people get into it thinking it's about money and they run around and they just do terrible because they have terrible customer service and there's some people that are in real estate that should be there and not in their other career because real estate is an interesting dynamic uh we i remember dealing with my real estate broker she loves it like the one that helped us buy this house she loves doing what she does. I mean, she'd be in two in the morning, finding houses, doing things. We're still friends with her. She comes over. She just, she's, she is passionate about what she does. So she does really well in this market. So uh, check it out. That's a good market. Uh, marketing services. This is a good market. People miss this market. So I'm just telling you, if you are a good marketer of trends and knowing how to help people put their dollars towards something, uh, research, analyzing, ideas, planning. I, I've dealt with PR companies and marketing companies, and and I'm telling you, it's a big market. If you're good, you will do well because there's a lot of people in this market suck. 
Um, and uh, as an entrepreneur and as a business owner, I've lost a lot of money because there's just not good marketers out there. So if you can become a marketing agency and you actually get results for your clients, you have a great business opportunity there. Especially right now as we're moving towards digital, social media, and right now a big trend, and I'll tell you this, Insider Trade again, is marketing to new employees, You know, doing staffing, recruiting. Um, you can add that part of your marketing because uh, brand awareness, booming, uh, on-site reviews and helping people keep their, their brand up. That's a huge market. You'll, you'll do really well. And, and learn to take care of the customer. If you come in with good pricing, uh, good, good understanding what you do and not overprice and not deliver, you're, you're going to do really well. Um, so check that out. Um, pet care centers. I thought this was crazy. This is a big thing. Um, this was in Vegas. They said pet care centers are a big one, big op opportunity. I have been seeing lots of them jumping out, like uh, where they're doing uh, uh, a lot of different things. So a lot of these have been popping up and I, I think this is a great market if you want to look at it. Uh, so, you know, look, look into that. So number eight is this property management or maintaining services or janitorial. So gardening services, janitorial, um, it's going to increase. It's a good opportunity to start now because now uh, businesses are going to come up. People are going to start renting offices and you're going to have a lot of opportunities to maintain those offices and do janitorial services. So it'd be good to jump in now. As the market goes, you can get lots of accounts and, and really move up. Number nine, this was interesting, party rental business. So I, I have a few clients that do that. I used to consult and, and build out some marketing stuff. And it's, it's increasing. Summertime's coming. You just ended a pandemic and everybody is antsy and wants to do things. So party rentals, a party business, there's these jumper businesses where they do jumper houses and all that. It's gonna increase. They're gonna, they're really gonna kill it this summer that you're gonna see an increase in business. Uh, so that's a good one. I didn't, you know, I didn't see that one. Um, I'm a home uh, shelter business or in-home uh, care. So this was interesting, I, I, you know, giving people flexibility, going in and taking care of elderly, uh, that in-home care, um, it was interesting. Also, they talked about home shelter business where you can ha uh, provide a home for people to come in and have uh, ability to drop in and have somewhere to stay. So that it, it was interesting how that works. So that's a community-based one. You would have to really fill a gap that's more of a social, social nonprofit entrepreneuring because that is a good one that there's ways for the community to earn money uh, to provide that bedding because it's a huge thing. There's a huge need for transitional uh, living for the elderly and the youth. And so that's a big, big opportunity if you're an investor, if you have some excess money saying, hey, I want to buy a fourplex and open that up for others. Uh, so any questions on this? This is just kind of a trend and I thought it was interesting. I wanted to share this with you as we're launching this series. I wanted to give you the best businesses to start in 2021. And these are the ones that the guide said here in Vegas. So what I encourage, go to your local area and say, hey, what's the best business in Illinois or New York or wherever it is that you're at and see what's the best one to start for you and how to do that properly. So this is a challenge I have for you. 
take a whiteboard. This is the this is what I want you to take away from this episode and this show is write down all the things and the trends that you're seeing and what your passion is, what your purpose is, and how, what drives you to get out. Is it helping people? Is it selling stuff? If you're a great salesman, if you're, you're passionate about marketing, if you're passionate about whatever, find the passion. And then we're going to look and break down those things on what would be in that sphere of, of passion. So if it's marketing, we're going to say, what is it that you like about marketing? And you're going to break down, I love consulting, I love web design, I love whatever it is. And then you break that down and we just really dig down into what is a service that we can develop that everybody needs and wants. Because it has to fill a need and a want. Because you can't just go out and say, hey, I'm passionate about uh, being cool. I don't, I, you can't, it has to be tangible and I'm being facetious. So be careful on when you're developing your passion make sure that it's something that we can turn into uh, a working and breathing business. So again, hey guys, I wanna conclude in this, business comes across all the boards of your life from being a leader to being in the home and to starting a business or currently running a business. Find the entrepreneur system that works for you and find a system that works for everybody you lead and find a system for your home and be consistent and you're going to get more out of your business and more out of your life and you're going to smile and be happier and have a freedom that you've been wanting as an entrepreneur and business owner and it's going to be fun all right that's the show guys go and check out our show on itunes on spotify on all those platforms like it follow us smash the button and especially on youtube make sure you share this and and put a comment and subscribe so that you get these videos And uh, we're excited. We have some really awesome uh, interviews coming up this season. And so I look forward to helping you some more and continue to live on purpose and don't give up on those around you. Take care. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Purpose Driven Person podcast. Something I said today resonated with you. Head over to my website. I'd love to give you a free gift to download, but you can also email me at person at gmail.com. And don't forget to head over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And remember, guys, always continue to push your dreams and never give up. I'll see you next time. Take care.